Welcome to Sky Talkers. Here are your hosts, Charlotte and Caitlin. Hello, and welcome to Sky Talkers. I'm your host, Charlotte. Hey, everyone. I'm your other host, Caitlin, and we are here at D23. It is day one. It is Friday. We've had a busy two days. We got here on Thursday, yesterday. <laughs> uh we immediately went to Disneyland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was step number one. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about all of that in a second, but we went to Disneyland. It was really great. Um, we also went to Galaxy's Edge. Yes. <laughs> I was like so tired. <laughs> we went to Galaxy's Edge. We went to Batu, and it was great. <laughs> Were you like thinking about the five million names that they call Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where? Am I Batu, Black Spire Outpost? Rising suns, suns, falling moons, bright suns. Like, it was a lot. <laughs> okay, what in terms of rating, what do you give Galaxy's Edge? I mean, we didn't eat the food there yet. We, no, we this haven't. is just, we're at the beginning of our trip, and we really only spent like four hours in Disneyland. Yes. And we're going to go back, but. Yeah, it is. It's my first time in Disneyland, actually, and obviously in Galaxy's Edge as well. So we had a lot of ground to cover, literally. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to be going back. So that means we didn't do everything there was to do in Galaxy's Edge. But oh, my goodness, walking into Galaxy's Edge it's just the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way you like kind of go through this like tunnel. You go down. Yeah, you go down. Yeah, go you go down so there's a go reveal. Up. Yeah, they, they do a really good job with the reveals. Like the reveal of the Falcon mm-hmm. when you're walking around is just whew. all about those sight lines, man. They really are. <laughs> and you know what? They do a darn good job. Yes. But yeah, walking into Batu, I was just beside myself. I was overwhelmed. Um, we met one of our listeners, Eunice. Eunice, if you're listening, hello. Um, she hung out with us some in Batu with her boyfriend and we just had a really good time. And they're both from California. So they were like, they're oh. Batuans. Yeah. They're basically Batuans at this point. And me, I was like, oh my God, look at this blaster mark. Look at this wall. Look at this, <laughs> look at this crate. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, but we walked around there. We rode the Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run. I was pilot. Yeah, she was right pilot. I was left pilot. It was very cute. Caitlin got <laughs> to go. If you're right pilot, you get to go to hyperspace. Like You get to pull the lever. And I, I knew that. So I was like, you get to be this one. You got to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I we survived. So that's important to note. We survived. I was not the worst pilot in the world, which I also think it's important, but we did Smuggler's Run, which was amazing. We went to Doc Ondar's. Charlotte spilled blue milk all over okay. me. All right. I got to tell a story. <laughs> so I went to Galaxy's Edge in June with my mom for my birthday. And when I went into Doc Ondar's, I saw Doc do like a cycle of like two movements. Like I don't understand. So he does. He was like, like, that's it. That's the extent of what I saw. And then when I was with Caitlin, Caitlin and I were observing him for maybe like seven minutes. Yes. And all of a sudden, he has this like violent movement. A swivel. A swivel all the way around. Like maybe like 180 degrees. And it shocked me so much. I spilled my blue milk all over Caitlin. Like, I'm not kidding. All over her. Like... I turned around and Caitlin's in covered in blue. 
<laughs> What's funny is that so Charlotte had blue milk and I had green milk and Charlotte had drink a lot more of her blue milk. Like I still had basically a full cup of green milk and I too was startled by the Doc Arnor swivel because it was it, it came out of nowhere. I'm not gonna lie. It came out of nowhere. I stepped back too, but you know, I kept my drink steady. <laughs> Charlotte though must have just like tossed it over her shoulder because I was I'm just standing there like Oh my god! <laughs> covered in blue milk. <laughs> covered in blue milk. In Doc Honor, <laughs> Doc Honor is judging me from up above. It was and a lot. It was a lot, but Doc Honor's was amazing. I could have spent so long in there. The monuments, guys. There were so many. There were big ones. There were small ones. There were bus. There were full body. It was. Kaylin's so deciding right now what she wants to get. I know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it was a lot of fun, and we rode. Oh my god, hyperspace mountain though. Yeah, came out of nowhere. <laughs> That's like, not in Galaxy's Edge, and just in in yes, Disneyland. In Disneyland, they have an overlay of Space Mountain that is Star Wars themed, and I think it's super underrated. It really – that was, I think, the best ride that we <laughs> rode. It was so – I felt like I was going to fall out. Yeah. But, you know, in, like, a fun way. Yeah, yeah, For sure. <laughs> it was it was really fun. I'm excited to go back um, to the Spire. Oh, my God. We got to talk to Vi. Yes. That we was the best thing ever. Vi. So I saw her and I was like, oh, my God, hi, Vi. And yeah. she was like, wow, people don't normally recognize me over here in these parts. And I really think it was because we knew her name. Mm-hmm. And she, she told us – how to evade stormtroopers by making like a Chewbacca growl. Yeah. It was great. Because stormtroopers are afraid of Wookiees, apparently. But she took us on like a little like walkthrough adventure. Yeah. It was so great. It was really fun. She was too cool for school and amazing. Yes. She was really great. Uh, so we we did see Ray and we saw Chewbacca. We didn't get to talk to them though. Next time. Yeah, next time. But Vi was a lot of fun. Yes. So Disneyland, Galaxy's Edge, Batu. 15 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But we also went to the cantina, Caitlin. We did. Oh my God. We did go yeah. to the cantina as well. So fun. That was, oh, the cantina was really, really fun. Yeah. Um, they, Rex missed DJ, him. DJ Rex. Yeah. I can't be confused with Captain Rex. Rex meaning the old droid mm-hmm. from the original Star Tours is, you know, mixing beats. So it was, great. It was really fun. He, it like the whole bar broke down, like in the storyline of the bar, like it broke down, like Rex malfunctioned or something and so all of the drinks were stopped and so all of the bartenders and stuff behind uh the bar they reacted to it and they're like oh man like we gotta fix it and they have like a tiny flamethrower basically where they're like this will fix it we'll just weld a couple things back together and then you know everything comes back online it was really cute it was really cute it was really fun the drinks were good strong great (laughs) (laughs) had a good time (laughs) yes it was super fun and um, but basically, what we're here to talk about is our day at D23. So we've mm-hmm. never been to D23 before, and it's so great so far. We're, we're loving it. And today, um, I already uploaded – I just uploaded it actually now when we're recording, but our interview with the crew behind Vader Immortal, that was amazing. Caitlin and I were really, really nervous about that, but – yeah. Where had an amazing conversation and it was it was really fun. It was really fun. Yeah, it was with um, the director Ben Snow, Matt Martin from Story Group, and Jose Perez III, who is uh, the senior experience designer. Which 
great title. Totally. Uh, great title. And uh, you better believe that somehow we managed to talk about the Colossus. Yeah. So if you haven't <laughs> listened to that, that's on this feed. If you want to go check it out, it's also on our website. Yeah. It was really fun. But like Charlotte said, we were really nervous. But uh, we had a really good time doing but it. After that, we met up with our great friend, Courtney, or CT, from the Who Talks First uh, Nights of Rant podcast. Mm-hmm. And we went to the Disney Plus panel together and man that was a a time it was like two hours (laughs) and 15 minutes of disney talking about all the stuff they own and all the stuff they're producing (laughs) because it was it was great like it it really was great there wasn't a thing i saw there that i wouldn't be interested in checking out the thing about this whole panel is that i felt so seen and appreciated as a a 26 year old millennial girl the the when so the first thing that happened not the first thing, but one of the first things, like before the show even started, they or the panel started, they played the "This is What Dreams Are Made of" from the Lizzie McGuire movie, and you heard this sound throughout the crowd of like, "Oh, oh my god!" from all these like <laughs> girls. We were like, and then we all started singing along. It was so. Fun. It was so great, and then they started the panel with uh, a live performance from the cast of High School Musical: The Musical the Series. <laughs> It was so good. It yeah. was really good. And it was so fun. What's funny is I was sitting next to this um, older guy who was clearly there for Star Wars, uh, but he was like overwhelmed at the high school musical, the Lizzie McGuire, the Phineas and Ferb. Like, he was like, wait, <laughs> where, like, where, where, where be Marvel and where be Star Wars? Yeah. And you had to wait until the end for that. And- yeah. I mean, Caitlin and I are not really huge Marvel fans. Like, we, we've seen basically every single one of the movies mm-hmm. maybe multiple times. And we like our – we have our faves. But it was – honestly, it was kind of cool to, like, be present for one of those Marvel reveals. Yeah, it was. That are, like, kind of legendary. Mm-hmm. You know, so Kevin Feige comes on. And, the, you know, the, the panel's, like, kind of interesting because they have – they announce all these projects. And then, like, they bring out the stars of the project for, like – and maybe th- two to three minutes no, and they say even. hi so excited about this and they leave and so it's so it's so weird because you see all these celebrities and like that's great but they're really just a walk and talk kind of situation yeah they i think it takes them longer to walk into the center of the stage than they're actually on the stage yeah but like it was i mean it was still like a thrill to see some of our faves oh yeah <laughs> i mean so uh, lizzie olsen was there hillary duff was there she's not in marvel but yeah. <laughs> no i mean I, I think just in general like Kristen yeah. bell was there to talk about her new series encore which i'm like really excited about yeah honestly. Good. and jeff goldblum was jeff, there. jeff goldblum was there. Like, what? like what kind of like what bu- even happened what kind of budget does disney mm-hmm. have to just pay for all of these people to come. It's part of their promotion budget. I know, but still, that's like a big promotion budget. It's for like the the benefit of them coming to literally say, Hi, I'm excited to be in this. I know, it's so crazy. It's it's very interesting. But like I said, there wasn't one thing that I am not gonna watch. Because mm-hmm. oh, I also signed up for Disney Plus today. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got one of those founder pins. I don't know if you've seen on on online, but they have a deal here going. If you're at the expo, you get mm-hmm. uh, $23 off for the first like three years. Three and, years. Yeah. yeah, I'm in it for three years. So <laughs> I'm here for the long haul. Yeah. I, so I, I did that. And, yeah. um, but I know why everyone's listening. They want to hear about Star Wars and Star Wars. That's us too. Honestly, same. Like I, by the, by the, the two hour mark, I was like, okay, when is it? You know, it was a lot. It was just like state, like panel after panel or like moment after moment of them being like, 
here's this thing we're doing. Here's a clip. Here's the star. Okay, who's next? You know, it was um, almost like a conveyor belt of announcements, yeah, and, honestly. And of course, they, they save the Star Wars for the end. So we just, mm-hmm. we just can't complain because Star Wars are the best. So they're going to save it for the end. Like, yeah, obviously. obviously. Yeah. yeah and-, and they're they're ob- they're clearly super proud of the Mandalorian that they're going to be launching with it and everything. And mm-hmm. I feel like they, in my opinion, I feel like they push that to the front of their own promotion for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, definitely. Like, they're... Clearly, because they ended the show. Well, they didn't really. And there's they ended the show with a great Obi Wan reveal, but they basically ended it with the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they have like major. It makes me excited for it if they're going all in on their like basically flagship TV show. Yeah, yeah, you know? essentially, yeah. So it was great. So finally, finally, Kathy Kennedy comes out. So great to see her. Love her so we much. all give her a standing ovation. Oh, it was we so shoot great. up. It was great. <laughs> okay. I don't like that terminology, <laughs> but like we, we do. We stood up. Yeah. We stood up and I think everyone around us thought we were crazy, but it's You fine. know what? We are. So yeah. okay. But she show we finally got a Marvel kind of timeline for Star Wars, which I don't like to be like I want this thing that Marvel has for Star Wars because I think they're very different franchises, but I have really wanted a timeline thing like marvel yes (laughs) for star wars and we finally got it and another big takeaway like the star wars panel like this section really delivered because we got a date for clone wars we got a mandalorian trailer and we got an announcement yeah like they really hit all the things it Mm -hmm. wasn't just announcement 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 it was uh date trailer announcement yeah you know is varied i feel pretty good about the clone wars coming out in february 2020 Mm -hmm. i know that we've I remember when they didn't, in the beginning of the year, they were like, all this stuff on the Star Wars show, all this stuff that's coming in 2019. And we were were like kind of panicking about it. We were like, we don't Clone Wars isn't in there. Yeah, where's Clone Wars? And um, so then it was like, okay, so it's not coming. And then obviously as time has gone by, they didn't even give us a date in April at Star Wars Celebration. So that's kind of the last we've heard about it. We didn't – you know what? It's kind of interesting. We didn't even get a trailer here. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) See, again, they do this thing. And we talked about this in our celebration, like, recap episode, too. They do this thing where they, like, butter you up with, like, amazing information. And then you, you're like, yes, Star Wars is amazing. Such great reveals. And then you're like, wait. What about all the specifics? <laughs> what bothers me about not doing a Clone Wars thing is that it would have been so great because there were they, – they started – they did a sneak peek for the – Marvel animated show, mm-hmm. which I think looks really cool. Not gonna lie, like I like the whole premise of the Marvel TV show. What if? I think that would be so good for Star Wars. But I just like imagine all those people in there who have never given Star Wars animation a chance to like who are big Marvel fans. Yes, you know, and like saw something as cool as What If, and then got to see, you know, a trailer for the Siege of Mandalore. I think that would have been really cool because Siege of Mandalore, I mean, that whole thing looks amazing. And if they had even mentioned to, you know, like Ray Park, they're motion capturing Ray Park for Darth Maul. I'll never get over this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that would have been amazing. Um, the other thing that I think is really great is that obviously Dave and John Favreau were there and they had a cute little banter. They're like best friends. It's cool. It was so great. Yeah. And it was really fun because they talked about how they first met back when John was doing Iron Man before Clone Wars had even came out. And John talked about how Dave introduced him to Star Wars Celebration, his very first Star Wars Celebration, earlier this year. And so now John got to bring Dave Filoni to the D23 
stage, which I thought was really great. And I hadn't actually thought about it before that Dave really hadn't presented Star Wars at a lot of non-Star Wars events. Mm -hmm. That's true. So I thought that was an interesting dynamic. And I was like, yes, everyone here, please love Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bringing Dave out was his first day 23, you know. Mm -hmm. It was great. Yeah, it was. So they brought out the cast just like they did at Celebration. We had a few newcomers as well. And then they showed us the first full trailer. And this is a really big conversation, I think, among a lot of people online and actually at D23 about if we are going to get the same footage we got at Celebration, which still hasn't been released yet. There were rumors that there was going to be a full episode. It was kind of like, what are they going to show? Yeah. And it ended up being a trailer. Yes. So I think the trailer looked really great. And coming off of our episode that we talked all about genre, we also didn't mention this. They did, in the panel, talk about how there's, like, the tone of the the show will be very Western-inspired, but also mythic. Which I thought was mm-hmm. a really interesting comment by uh, what's his name, Giancarlo Esposito, um, because I, I don't know, I was just I was really thrilled to hear that, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that he's, I think that we've heard before that the show will like, you know, resemble Western esque, mm-hmm. but also to hear that it, you know, will reflect like all these mythic, I don't know, story beats that we kind of are grown accustomed to with Star Wars. Yeah, it's also reassuring, and I think that. John Favreau um, did a couple things in this panel that I don't know if, if longtime listeners will remember Caitlin and I's kind of um, apprehension towards John Favreau's attitude. It's a good word. Towards like basically the prequels, he kind of you know poo pooed on the prequels. Not kind of. Yeah, he basically did. <laughs> did at the at the Mandalorian panel, and it kind of it left a bad taste in our mouth. And as much as I love, I, I actually really do love John Favreau's films. I, mm-hmm. I I really respect him, and I think that he is a great director and a good actor as well. So I really just really want to like him. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like recently in in interviews, like recently as in two days ago, mm-hmm. it's clear that he got that message that yeah. the apprehension of people like Caitlin and I that really do love the prequels and find like such a home in the prequels that in this D in D23, they he really was up there like there's something for everyone. All the way from, you know, the prequels to uh, the sequels. He said the even the extended track. universe. Yeah, and I was like, oh, oh no, okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I was like, like okay, like I get it. You're, one step yeah. Back. <laughs> I was like, you're going for everyone. And the thing that's really interesting is that like I love that there's going to be things for everything, everyone. Mm-hmm. I think that every Star Wars movie actually has things for everyone. Mm-hmm. Every Star Wars anything has things for everyone. But it's an interesting thing, and I still have slight apprehension towards that attitude that has to be prevalent somewhere mm-hmm. for that kind of talk to have happened at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. And I have, like, slight apprehension that this story might be a little too bro for me. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm really excited for the show. Like I think it's yeah. going to be really great and the trailer looked so good. It just looks so visually amazing. Yeah, it does. It definitely looks like it's like Game of Thrones western yes. style, you yes. know. And so I I I think we're going to love it. I will say I liked what we saw at Celebration more than this trailer. Yeah, I agree with that. Um just to say that that 
what we saw at Celebration had dialogue and like it was an actual scene. So they were very different. At Celebration, we saw a couple things. So yeah. at Celebration, we saw a three, basically three minutes of dialogue, yeah. a lot of like cut scenes, it felt like, mm-hmm. put together rather than a full, like a trailer with a tone established. Mm-hmm. Like I think this scene was like establishing the tone, kind of appealing to the masses. Yeah. Well, for that, they were appealing to the Star Wars fan. Yeah, good point. And we also then saw a 10 – I think it was like 10 to 15-minute clip from the first episode um, with Werner Herzog. Yeah, at so, Celebration. So it's hard to like – and that all happened with like a span of like 20 minutes. So it's like yeah. all of like <laughs> – we were really kind of hit over the head with a lot of content when this trailer feels – um, like there's not much compared to that because obviously there's not much compared to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one was very much like let's see them walking in a cool place and then something blows up and then they have a tiny fight. Oh my god! Go Speaking else. of tiny fights, the guy <laughs> getting sliced by the door. door. Ooh. Oh my gosh, that's actually Ooh. I'm. Um, it, I hate to say that like that violence is like exciting, but like it's it's like it's crazy intense. intense and cool. I bet Dave thought of that. I think so too. I but and you did. I, I feel like that actually. I wonder if we've ever seen that movie in animation before. Mm. Maybe something similarly, but definitely not as violent and guillotine esque as that. Yeah, it was. It's, it's very much a guillotine. In oh my space. gosh! Yes, space guillotine. Yikes! <laughs> Robespierre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I actually recorded the trailer in the panel today because something that we had come away from at celebration was talking about the music of the mandalore Mm -hmm. which sounded so cool and different and it was something that you and i were both really impressed with immediately it was so it was so good and unfortunately they didn't have any of those same music cues in the trailer that we saw today um but you could definitely get the feel and the tone of where they were going with it so i think it's I mean, I'm still really pumped for it. But yeah, this trailer was more like a – yeah, like you said, it was for the mass audience, whereas what we saw at Celebration, it was like, we already know you're going to buy Disney Plus and I to think see it's this. Gonna, I think it's going to work. Yeah. Because I've already seen how many views that trailer got. And we're like, you know, the trailer's been up for – An hour and a half. An hour and a half, and it has almost a million views. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I feel like – they can't not be successful for it. We've only this week just seen the Disney Plus like promotion rollout and I'm impressed by it as especially yeah. as a marketer. And I feel like it's all over. <laughs> like it literally really all is. over. It really is. So this is really the beginning of it all. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Mandalorian looks great. We're all hyped for the Mandalorian. We still don't really know if it's going to drop as a series or if it's episodic but you guys know we'll be talking about each episode probably individually (laughs) so (laughs) tune in it'll be a project but we're gonna do it um and i'm really excited about that actually to like really go for it and hopefully binge it i really want to i want to binge both star wars series i think it might i feel like somewhere along the line there was some article somewhere that led me to believe that it was going to be weekly Yes. And I've just kind of been – like, I want it to be binge mm-hmm. all at once, but I kind of think it's going to be weekly. Like, there's something in my head that's like, you read something somewhere on a fairly official thing that implied it was going to be weekly. I know. But I have no idea where that was. Yeah. So, also, John Favreau recently said that he doesn't know, but he thinks it's weekly. Well, that too. Um, yeah, but he doesn't know. <laughs> he said he doesn't know. Yeah, so, so I hope it's not weekly. But yeah. it look, it's looking like it might be. Mm-hmm. But again, this is one of those things where it's like, butter you up, don't give you the complete information. Okay, so the big thing that was maybe 
Oh, I guess. Okay, next thing before we get to the really big thing was that they brought out um, Diego Luna. Oh, and, Diego. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Yeah, I always forget <laughs> his name, even though I love him so much. I I love Diego Luna <laughs> so much. I forgot how much I love Diego Luna. And what's funny too is that Kathy had been like, and today we're gonna talk a little bit about the Casting Andor series. And she's not even done with her sentence. And Diego's, Diego's already, out there. He's already walking out on stage. Like she didn't get to say, and here today is the man who plays Cassian himself, Diego Luna. Like he was already there. Uh-huh. She, he didn't wait. He just went. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just standing there like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> and then Alan Tudyk's like, oh, okay, we're going. <laughs> yeah, we're going. <laughs> he's like falling he, like, closely behind. <laughs> yeah. It was so great. And the funny thing that happened, so they're going to be filming next year. So they're in pre-production, which is awesome. It's mm-hmm. happening. They're filming in London. It's all good. We we really didn't learn too much that we didn't know. No. but No title. But it, that's what's so funny about this. Salem <laughs> says there's no title, but like Diego Luna was like, can I tell him the title? Kathy was like, and Kathy no. Was like, no, 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 no. And you could see her like panicking. She was like, oh, no, oh, no, no, no. You know? So funny. So that was really funny to see that. And they were like, okay, we'll just do like a fake title. Ha, ha, ha. You know, they're jokes. Uh, yeah. And Alan said, K2 fast, K2 furious. <laughs> K2 fast, K2 furious. <laughs> so good. And that that was great. And so then they left. And then the big thing. You was, all know it. You all know it. The Obi-Wan Obi-Wan show. Kenobi. And it's happening, and we were so we were with Courtney, and Courtney's like, it was so she's great. She was like so excited about this, this is what she's wanted, and she's like, I've sat through all these panels, waiting, this, <laughs> waiting for this. I can't <laughs> believe it's happening. And right now, I'm gonna insert audio right here because Caitlin recorded the whole thing. Yep. So before leaving, we do have one more announcement. After secrets and fibs and not being able to talk about it. I am thrilled to bring out a beloved member of the Star Wars family. You can't, don't do this to me, Shannon. Here. Music's So it was so great. And <laughs> my favorite part is your like feral scream <laughs> in the middle of it, where it's like, oh, this is really happening. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. I just like I I really just like I couldn't believe it. So they started what happened was they uh, you guys heard, like they they started with the duel of the fates music. And it was wow. like oh, who's coming out? Because like we were kind of basically midway, and it's not a stadium seating, so we couldn't really yeah. see who was coming out. And then they put um, "Revenge of the Sith" Obi Wan up there, and it was like it was we, we were it. like holding hands, like oh my god, it's gonna happen. <laughs> it was amazing. Ewan was like, "Please ask me 
if I'm in Star Wars again. Yeah, you have the audio. I know. I just think it's so funny. funny where it's like it got real intimate. <laughs> they got very close That's, together. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Guess we're doing that. But it was really fun. Oh, my God. And we left on such a high. Like, I feel like I left on such a high. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. I can't believe we're doing this. And the series is going to take place eight years after Revenge of of the Sith. Yeah. Yeah. That came – they didn't say that in the the panel, though. That came out on StarWars.com. Yeah. So eight years after Revenge of the Sith. Whoa. Yeah. Eight-year-old Luke Skywalker. Whoa. Eight-year-old Luke Skywalker. Not okay. So the crazy thing is – which crazy there's so many crazy things it's just like that's not crazy I don't know why I started my sentence like that but I think that this was the first time at least I have seen Kathy basically command the stage like I feel like she has maybe come out with someone else or like Mm -hmm. the the rise of Skywalker is like a panel a full panel discussion or she really only says like three minutes of words before she brings someone out Mm -hmm. and this was really like her time she really took on a role that Kevin Feige takes on for Marvel here and I know that they have very similar jobs maybe the same job and I don't know it was really great to see her like that and I think that like I think some people were saying that she was, like, on edge, but I honestly think that she was just, like, oh, my gosh, there's, like, a lot to talk about, a lot to announce, and yeah. a lot was writing on this, and maybe she was nervous. I don't know. I mean, I'd be nervous, but it was – I don't know. I was really happy to see Kathy out there kind of owning the stage rather than having just, like, I don't know, the host of the show – of the Disney Plus, like, panel yeah. coming out and introducing each of these things. I'm, like, very happy that she, like, owned her – Lucasfilm. Her role. Yeah, her role. And yeah. And, and not that she hasn't before. I was just really happy to see that. Yeah, it's just great to see her in this lineup uh, because it was like because every... Because she deserves to own it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like every section had their like president, you know, like Kevin yeah. Feige was there, the guy who's in charge of like Disney Channel, um, the guy who's in charge. I forget what that third guy, what his official title was, but he's like in charge of like Disney shows or something live action live action something like that yeah yeah it was like live action films or something and they all come out and like are the ones that are basically like here's the new slate of what's coming down the line and then it was just so great to be able to end it with kathy honestly the only woman in that position um oh my gosh so true i didn't think about that that was so great yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, it, it was it was interesting. There was a lot of men on that stage. A lot of like, men. Like, just I w- in general. I will say that Marvel, we commented on this in the thing. The Marvel, diversity there. Yeah, Marvel had like, a man and a woman, basically, for every show. Yeah. Like, as a writer, director, or some combination of that, it was always a man and a woman. I think maybe once or twice it wasn't, but it, there were a lot of women in the Marvel It, it was to the point where we noticed it and it was like, this is great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then to have like Kathy come out and be the last one, like save the best for last, basically, because yeah. Star Wars is the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's always meaningful. So Absolutely. Yeah, it was always, it's always great to see Kathy. It's always great to hear more about Star Wars. Diego Luna, I love you. Ewan McGregor, I love you. Dave Filoni, oh, I love you. Oh, we love you. <laughs> I was it was such a great it was a great panel it was a huge panel it was a lot and yeah. tomorrow we have the behind the scenes Whew. and you know we'll be oh talk about we that. haven't even talked about there was new in the Disney Legends new oh oh one of the great things that Kathy said she was like I'm here because John Faber was inducted as a Disney Legend and like great for him but the important thing that she said was and soon to be Disney Legend Dave Filoni oh, that was great it was great was like <laughs> one day Dave Filoni will be a Disney Legend and I was like. Number one, I he, love Kathy like he, supporting Dave. He already is in my book. 
But number two, <laughs> so true. Yeah. And James had said something interesting too during that panel. He was like, yeah, they were, we were, Kathy and I were always talking about a way for me to get into live action, which I think is so interesting. And I want to hear more about that whole thing. We will. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean look for a way? Like, couldn't you just do it? <laughs> yeah. But maybe not because, I mean. No, I've heard things about like they don't want to give Dave a movie until he's actually done live action. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But lots of other people get to do stuff and they've never done it before. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, I think that'll be great. I'm sure we'll get lots of good behind the scenes content about that and hopefully hearing a lot from Dave about, you know, stepping into the live action director's chair. Yeah. But But yeah, during the legend ceremony this morning, a lot of not a lot of very small amount of the Rise of Skywalker footage dropped and maybe we'll get the actual footage tomorrow mm-hmm. since it was like illegally shot, but <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Love seeing <laughs> Kylo in the in the white room looking at the Vader mask. And yep. I also just am beyond thrilled to hear the Ray saying, you know, I have to go in there alone. And then we cut to Kylo. <laughs> it's just funny. But the thing is is that that exact I I have to feel like that exact footage kind of came out like a couple months ago mm-hmm. maybe even before celebration I think it was before it was, before celebration. It was like in March or February during a yeah. shareholder like meeting yeah and we had heard reports about that it was all over the internet mm-hmm. and so I think that we were there was a lot of talk about the white room that Kylo was in yeah. and it was like exactly as described in my mm-hmm. opinion which was you know a room filled with white light and just like this black figure inside that's well, yeah, you know that, that but it's like it's actually not though. It's like huge contrast of yeah, it's like contrast. blinding white light. Who mm-hmm. redemption is coming, y'all? Seems specific. Yeah, it seems very specific. <laughs> anyway, it's time for us to go to Disneyland. Yes, it is. So, uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. Don't forget to tell Dave Filoni thank you on your way out. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a throwback. That is a throwback. <laughs> if you guys don't know, when we Charlotte and I did Fulcrum Files at the very end of the episode, we had so the lady who does our Intro. Um, intro, you know, like, if you're listening to Sky Talkers, whatever. We had her record this special thing that said, uh, don't forget to thank Dave Filoni on your way out and see you next time on Sky Talkers. <laughs> and it's still maybe one of my favorite audio clips. So uh, It's a pretty good one. It's a good one. It definitely is. So don't forget to thank Dave Filoni on your way out, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. May the force be with you. <laughs> Sky Talkers is a member of the Star Wars Escape Pods Network. Explore more great content and get to know our sister shows at WeAreEscapePods.com and on Twitter at WeAreEscapePods, the Star Wars Escape Pods Network, promoting positivity in fandom.